0: Hi, I'm Matt Pacilli with the Virginia State Golf Association and welcome to our Golf in the Commonwealth podcast. These episodes are meant to be an opportunity to hear fun conversations from people involved with the game at all levels across Virginia. From top amateurs, upcoming juniors, club owners, superintendents, Hall of Famers, brands, influencers, and everyday golfers like you and me. Golf in the Commonwealth has all types of golfers and we want to share their stories with you. This week we're sharing a conversation I had with Megan Wise back over the summer For folks in Richmond, they may be familiar with Megan. She's a meteorologist on NBC 12. And if you're familiar with her Instagram, you know she's often playing golf around the Metro Richmond area and not shy about sneaking in some putting at the station between newscasts. Megan's only been playing for a handful of years or so, but has found it to be a great escape during the pandemic. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Megan Wise. Megan, thank you for taking the time to visit with us. We're at Independence Golf Club today. Thanks for um, having me. Tell people about who you are and what you do, though.
1: OK. So my name is Megan. I'm a meteorologist at N- Should I be looking somewhere? No. Just you. Sorry. Whatever. It doesn't <laughs> this matter. Is, it's totally out of my realm. <laughs> I'm normally talking about the sunny day. OK. Um, so I'm a meteorologist at NBC12. And I'm originally from Pittsburgh. And took my first job in Missouri, went to Tennessee, and now I'm here.
0: So your first job, you're from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And so what brought you to Virginia, and Richmond specifically, I guess?
1: The job, Uh exactly what I wanted, all weather. The weather team's great. And so I moved here about four years ago.
0: Okay, and what got you into meteorology?
1: I am a weather nerd. Ever uh-huh. since I was little, I would stare out the window, waiting for storms every time it would storm. I wanted to know why lightning, why we saw hail. Pittsburgh, I want to know why I was seeing feet of snow. So I went to school for it, learned all about it, and then I just like talking about it. So that's how I got into the business.
0: Okay, and where did you go to college?
1: Millersville University. Okay, where's that? between Harrisburg and Philadelphia.
0: Okay, okay. Now, tell me a little bit about golf. Where, for anyone who follows you on social media knows that I don't know, maybe one out of every three or one out of every four of your posts are about <laughs> golf. And that's exciting for those of us in the in the golf business.
1: Yeah, so I grew up playing softball. I'm a righty, I batted lefty. So my dad and brother golf, and i only picked up golf about four years ago, to be honest, four really? or five years ago. I haven't really played that long, but I started going to the driving range and was just, crushing bombs out on the <laughs> driving range and I was like you know what I just want to try my hand at golf and they took me out had a lot of patience with me to start and I'd say the past year I've really gotten out on the course and been playing a lot Uh
0: huh. and so patience taking someone out for the first time is like the most important thing in terms yes. of that person having a good experience and, and and coming back tell me about sort of your first few times out on the course
1: um I'm lucky that it was with my dad and brother because they're very patient people. They're great golfers. Their handicaps are four and six probably. So they've taught me a lot beginning, starting out, and they continue to teach me. Every time I go home, we get a tee time. So it's great to still, uh, and when they come down here, I'm trying to get them to golf and come visit. Um, But it's been a great learning experience and just having a great time on the course.
0: What are some of the, where are some of the courses you've been able to play in Virginia?
1: Um. So I've been to Independence probably the most. Royal New Kent, Vinatera, Burkdale, Highlands, CCV. I was lucky enough to play in the Pro-Am a Uh couple of years ago. Uh, I was paired up with Corey Pavin. Nice. That was probably the most intimidating thing I've ever done in my life.
0: Playing with a five foot three man with a 100 pound mustache.
1: But he's great. His Uh caddy was a great time, too. Um, But he was so down to earth to play with each hole. He would, it was almost like a golf lesson, each hole. Uh Super nice. He would video my swings, walk me through, you know, don't do this, or you know, keep your elbow in. And I mean, it was fun.
0: Oh, that's cool. And then you've also been involved with the um, Lexus of Richmond event that goes on here at Independence as well, from what I understand. Um, What are some of, like, what's been your kind of, experience of golf as you go through the different components of the game driving, iron play, short game and putting. Like what what have you learned? What goals do you set? How do you kind of work through that? You seem so natural in everything thanks. that that, that, <laughs> that you post or that we see. And so and to only be playing four years is really, really wonderful. But well, tell me about some of those
1: So I've got the drive for showdown pretty well. Um, my iron game certainly could use some work. So that's where we're at now. Goals are to be not to overshoot my pitching wedge. I like to kind of chip too hard. I know you're supposed to, you know, find the feel. Uh-huh. But I like to, you know, chip it over to the one side of the green then chip it back. So that's where I kind of get my strokes. Um, my eight iron and I have a great relationship right now. Uh So that's working for me. Uh, My pitching wedge though is where we're needing some help.
0: (laughs) Okay. And from like 100 yards and in or just around the green?
1: I would say around the green. Okay. Um, I can do 90 to 120 yards. I'm okay. But it's just feeling it to get to the holes where I'm struggling. (laughs) Uh
0: When you are at home, you said you're a weather nerd or a meteorology nerd. What are, you, like, what are you watching, and what are you, what are you, what's kind of like
1: your day, I guess? Uh, so I wake up, I look at weather models. I mean, this is as real as it gets. I look at the radar throughout the day, plan my day around that, just to prepare what I'm going to say at work. And you're just constantly looking at weather data, really.
0: Uh huh. And then, so for, for the golfers that, that, that pull up their weather app, and they're like, oh, man, 50% chance, I don't know if I'm going to play today, well, what would you say to them?
1: Well, I would say to download the NBC12 weather app because you could have 18 holes that are completely dry. So it just depends on where you are. And we try to help, you know, plan your day as best you can and maybe plan your 18. And we'll pinpoint exactly, hopefully, where you are. Maybe if you're playing east of town, it'll be a dry day for you. So you just got to watch the forecast.
0: Yeah. And do you watch, in terms of the, the content and your lifestyle, do you watch or experience golf content? or are you kind of weather and then you zone out into, into something else? How, how much do you, what I'm trying to get at is like, <laughs> how, how deep are you into golf? How, how, are you just scratching the surface at four years in? or what?
1: I think I'm really getting into it this year. I'd say I was scratching the surface the first couple years. I'd just go out, I didn't really embarrass myself. I'm not holding you up if I'm out there. Um, But I really picked it up last summer and last fall. I was out a lot and then this summer I've been out a lot as well. So I'm trying to get into it, trying to learn a little more. I still have a starter set of clubs. Uh So I'm feeling out, you know, maybe what to invest in and get a little bit more serious into
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Have you played with anyone from around the station?
1: So Mark Davis was in the Pro-Am with me. Uh That was a good time. (laughs) Uh Um, But he's about the only one that plays golf.
0: Real quick, I want to remind y'all that the VSGA VIP golf card is available at VSGA.org. If you're playing golf around parts of the Commonwealth the way Megan is, the VSGA VIP golf card is a great investment that gets you access to great courses at a great rate. I've heard from a lot of folks over the course of 2020 who bought a VIP card so they could safely get to other courses around the state versus a traditional out-of-town golf trip. And for juniors ages 6 through 18, there's our new partnership with Youth On Course a youth on course membership through our junior golf circuit offers juniors the opportunity to play participating youth on course clubs for just five dollars it's a great program that's going to expand the access to golf for juniors across the state and across the country learn more about youth on course at vsga.org youthoncourse now back to my conversation with megan when you're out playing, are you are you the type of person? Do you have music with you? Oh, absolutely. Or, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's got to have a speaker in the cart. Um, normally, it's country, so that keeps the day moving. And uh, yeah, I need music. Absolutely.
0: Uh-huh. Tell me about golf fashion. What's oh, your? Oh, that's tough. Yeah. So, what's your experience of golf fashion? I actually
1: went to Golf Galaxy the other day. Okay. Not throwing them under the bus, but I didn't find any nice shirts to wear. Uh huh. I wear hats a lot, so or at least on the golf course. Uh-huh. So I've been trying to find that. Have not went to the visor game yet. I see that that looks like something a lot of golfers do. I do yeah. not own a visor. Okay. Um, have a couple golf skirts, wear, you know, golf shorts.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, there's some wild outfits out there that I've seen.
0: <laughs> do you watch tour golf? Do you watch professional golf at all? Or is that just not part of you're just into, into your golf as recreation?
1: Uh, my dad always had golf on growing up. And I always thought it was the most boring thing on TV and I'd always ask him to change the channel because I never understood why Why are you watching golf. Because yeah. it's like watching paint dry. Uh, but I now have an appreciation for why he watched golf. Um, I can watch it and not be bored because I know how difficult it is to you know, make those shots and they make it look easy. So I don't watch it religiously by mm-hmm. any means. But if it's on TV, I'll watch it.
0: Yeah. What has been your experience of women in the game, of, of, of women playing golf? Do you feel like there's more opportunities to get more women out and more women into the game and sort of, what would you say even to the woman who's watching you on television and, you know, looking for some other type of hobby to, to, to participate in?
1: I'd say get out there. I'd say it might be a little intimidating because when you go to the golf courses, they're normally men and they normally all hit very well or uh, at least portray that they hit well. Portray. So that could be you know, a little frightening because there's not many women out. You don't really see them on the course. So I would say, come on out. You know, Don't make yeah. me be the only one out here. Um, it's a great time. It's um, a weekend afternoon if you wanna get out there. Um, it's a great hobby.
0: The toughest part for people feeling sort of accepted or willing to come back to golf is feeling like there's someone else that looks like them at the course. There's someone else that they can identify with Mm -hmm. and that's what you know that's what you'll come back if you feel like there's an audience or a a crowd that you can fit in with Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I don't think you have to be great either I'm sure that probably doesn't you know get people out there as well because you know you're hitting balls into the woods you're shanking it you're you know not staying on the green I'm sure frustrates some Mm -hmm. but I mean if you just keep with it practice go to the driving range Stay with it.
0: Tell me about your COVID-19 journey. What has that been like? I, I feel like I, it's I don't know that it'll make any of this but to be in this time and to kind of not talk about that feels like a disservice. Yeah. So what's what's the I call it a journey because every day is so different and we don't know when it's going to end and how where we're going how we're going to sort of feel when it ends so what's the what's the journey been like for you
1: um the journey was at the start you know not going anywhere the golf courses were open here we were lucky in Virginia to have them open a lot of states like in Pennsylvania they kept them closed And I didn't go golfing for probably the first month just because I was like, I think we should stay inside. I'm not comfortable with going out and about. I went to the store maybe a handful of times, uh, just when I needed to. And then I've kind of loosened up a bit. You're so spaced out on the golf course that throughout this whole journey with this pandemic, I've uh, thought that the golf course has been safe. And it really is, you're basically out alone, so far apart spaced out from everyone. So it's really been a great kind of, I don't want to say stress reliever, but it's nice to be outside with some fresh air and, you know, play is something that I enjoy playing.
0: Has it had any impact on the way that you do your job or that you deliver the news of the weather?
1: Mm-hmm. How has
0: it affected that?
1: It's really been different in the newsroom. Um, I mean, we have a large staff. And throughout this process, everyone who basically is not on TV works from home. So I've not seen my coworkers in months, a lot of them. And the ones that you do see on TV, like the reporters, even the producers, they don't come into the building. They do all their stuff in the cars, they edit, they just email it and ship it back. The ones I see are the ones you see on TV in the studio. The weather center's in the studio. So I've only seen a handful of my coworkers. So that's been really different. And we've actually been able to work from home. They've given us all the equipment, lights, microphones, and I'm playing my own IT and engineer my living room, setting up everything. And we've been able to uh, bring the weather, basically technology into my living room so I can broadcast from home. So if things get worse, hopefully not, I'll be able to do that from home, but still going into work right now.
0: Okay. What's been maybe your most memorable shot to date? Do you have one?
1: I mean, I can kind of remember a couple putts Uh that I've sunk, maybe like 40 feet out. Like long putts. Yeah. And somehow I managed to get it in. Um, so that might be my most memorable. Okay. Or I get really excited whenever I use my irons and the ball goes up in the air like it's supposed to and lands <laughs> on the green. So those to me right now are memorable.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, you said you mentioned that you and the eight iron have a really good relationship we right do. now. Tell me about that.
1: My eight iron and my wood, my three wood. I don't know. It's just we're working together really well right now. The ball goes straight, it goes huh. where I want it to and i need to you know get my seven up to par my my nine needs a little work and then that pitching wedge is just that's the (laughs) worst
0: do you have any sort of long-term goals related to golf or is it just like are you thinking i want to break forgive me i'm just going to throw out numbers like i want to break 80 here i want to break 90 uh, i want to I don't know, chip in like whatever, whatever that is. I want to be able to play in a tournament. What or you just, this is recreation and I can do this for the rest of my life. Or maybe it's a balance.
1: I think a balance, um, I'm absolutely, I would be excited to be in tournaments. Um, I would say I probably need some golf lessons. I'm very open to that and I would, I'm competitive. Let's be honest. Uh I don't like losing when I'm out there. I'll talk a whole bunch of smack to you, but. Um, I would like to get my handicap down. Um, I would say give me a 90 and I'll be happy.
0: Uh-huh. What do you, When you go out and you said you're talking smack, do you feel like you have to have some type of a bet or some type of a wager going to make it I think it's sort more of fun. interesting? Yeah, yeah,
1: it's more fun. Who can, you know, drive farther or who can get the putt first? I mean, it does make it more fun.
0: Well, thank you for taking the time to talk with us yeah. and to be able to share a little bit about your, your journey with golf. And we wish you all the best. We'll hopefully see you in the fairway soon.
1: Well, I appreciate the invitation. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Golf in the Commonwealth. And a big thanks to Megan Wise. I hope you'll take a second and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. New episodes are available every other week. And new platforms to access the show are being added frequently here at the start. So keep an eye out for those as well. Remember to visit your VSGA member club to renew your VSGA membership for 2021 or visit VSGA.org and renew online. Thanks for listening and we'll see you in the fairway soon.